0: This is the haircut that makes me look like I ought to be raking a yard at a state facility. I'd like to kiss you, but I just washed my hair. Beat it, you hippie! By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then, hello and welcome back. This is Storytime, and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today's stories are about smelling good and keeping yourself clean. I know, weird topic, right? Well, as I've mentioned before, I'm a little obsessed about smells. If you listen to the episode about growing up in a house with a wet basement, you know how I feel about mustiness. I do not like it. And I don't know if that made me as crazy as I am today. Well, lots of things made me this crazy, but I don't know if it made me as crazy as I am about smells, especially smelling good. But I gotta admit, I've been obsessed for most of my life with smelling good. If I was born a little later, I probably would have an Axe Body Spray collection of every scent that there is, just to try them out, because I like smells. What can I tell you? But it wasn't always that way. I mean, as a typical kid, I grew up not wanting to take a bath, not wanting to take a shower, just didn't even think about it. I mean, I have vague memories from when I was a little kid. My mother would throw us in the bathtub. And when I say throw us in the bathtub, I mean she threw us in the bathtub. My little brother was about five and a half years younger than me, so he was a little too little for me to be sharing a bathtub with, but not so much with my sister. It wasn't weird. We were like three. At least it didn't seem weird back in the day. (laughs) I guess looking back, maybe it is a little bit. I guess to conserve water and to make sure we weren't scrambling around, one of us wet and naked and running up and down the hall, my mother threw us both in the tub at the same time. And then by the time my little brother came around, I was old enough to be trusted not to run naked up and down the hall, dripping soapy water. But yeah, there's pictures. Parents took pictures of kids in bathtubs. We have bathtub pictures. I don't have any specific recollection of sharing the bathtub, but there are ancient pictures of the Gamer Dude kids in the tub. That's the way my mom did it. Soaped us all up, scrubbed us all down, and got us ready for bed. Now, I was not a huge fan of bath time, The only thing that made bath time worthwhile was actually bubbles. When I was growing up, Mr. Bubble was a big thing. Now, you may not have experienced Mr. Bubble when you were a kid. Mr. Bubble is still around in some form. He's in a liquid form now. But when I was a kid, Mr. Bubble was a powdered soap product. And basically all Mr. Bubble did was, when you threw the powdered soap under the spigot, the water would make it foam into a bubble bath. And Mr. Bubble had a big bubbly head. And there was commercials on TV, always Saturday morning cartoons, advertising Mr. Bubble. And let me tell you, Mr. Bubble would really bubble. I remember having baths full of bubbles. I mean, that guy would bubble the crap out of your bath. Let me rephrase that. You didn't need a lot of Mr. Bubble to get a bubbly bath. Now, there was nothing scented about Mr. Bubble. I mean, nowadays you can get scented bubble baths and scented bath salts. Give yourself that spa feeling. I love my scents. I love my fragrances. I don't do spa baths. I don't do baths anymore at all, actually. I'm a shower guy now. But when I was growing up, Mr. Bubble in the bathtub, oh, that was was the thing that made it worthwhile. Just having to get into the bathtub with just soap and water, that was boring, and we would rebel against that. But if we had Mr. Bubble, okay, it's worthwhile. Because Mr. Bubble was cool. Not only did you have bubbles everywhere, you could make a bubble hat, you could have a bubble beard and mustache. You could make bubble muscles on your arms. Oh, it was great fun. Mr. Bubble made bath time fun. He literally did. Somewhere along the line, they made Mr. Bubble a liquid rather than the powder that I grew up with. And I guess it works just as well. It's a funny thing. All the powdered soaps that I grew up with, whether it's laundry detergent, dishwasher detergent, bubble bath, it all used to be powdered. Now it's all liquid. I guess because it dissolves better. I don't know. What can I tell you? I notice weird things. That's a weird thing. But anyway, Mr. Bubble made bath time fun, and we had Mr. Bubble all of the time. But then, as you're growing up, you get to an age where you don't care. First of all, you're too old for mom to be giving you a bath. I mean, when you're little, mom does it to make sure you don't drown, and to make sure you're clean. But once you get to five, six years old, they stop really giving you the bath themselves. They just throw you in the tub, make sure the door is open, in case you're calling for help as you dip under. And then you're eight, nine years old, and you're old enough to bathe yourself, but you hate it because it's a pain in the butt. It's a waste of time. I could be out playing. I don't want to be bathing myself. Come on. And you're at an age where your parents don't want to fight with you about everything, so they don't make you take a bath every day. And then it becomes kind of a contest to see how long you can go without taking a bath. Because, you know, it's a pain. I'm busy playing. I don't want to waste time with a bath. Come on. So then there's a time between 11, 12, 13... Maybe you're bathing once a week. Maybe. If you can get away with it. And I got away with it. And I know I got away with it because I can look back at my class pictures. And I see myself in the 5th and the 6th and the 7th grade. And I looked like a little grease ball. My hair was always stringy. It always looked like it was greased down. Because it was. Not because I used any product in my hair. It's just I didn't feel like taking a bath or a shower. And by the way, when I was a kid, showers were not a thing. I mean, we had a shower, but we, as kids, were not allowed to use the shower. Quite honestly, I don't know why. I don't know if they were afraid we wouldn't reach all of our body parts to get ourselves clean. But if they're letting me take a bath once a week, all of my body parts aren't getting clean anyway. But for whatever reason, we didn't take showers when we were kids. It was only baths. And I can tell from my class pictures, I wasn't washing my hair during those baths. I was not. Every once in a while, my mom would go, Did you wash your hair? Yes, of course. You get back in that bathtub and you wash your hair. And so I'd have to go back in and scrub up. But again, that was not a regular thing. And I guess that's one of the benefits of being one of three kids because mom couldn't keep track of all of us at the same time. Oh, if I get away with it this time. Woohoo. But at some point, at some point between seventh and eighth grade, between eighth grade and high school, you do start to notice, hmm, I'm developing a bit of an odor. It's not just little kid playing in the dirt odor. It's like grown-up body odor. Now, I didn't put two and two together. I didn't understand that if you bathed every day, you would get rid of that body odor. I also didn't understand in those early years that as a kid who ran around outside, I would perspire. Okay, I would sweat like a pig. I was a sweaty kid. And as I got older, I became a sweaty, smelly kid. And for a couple of years, I didn't think anything about it. I mean, you know, you're 11, 12. You don't think about how offensive you might be to somebody. I didn't. Until I got to 8th grade high school. It was there that I discovered the joys of smelling good. Now, part of my problem was, of course, as you may recall, I was the fat kid. So I wasn't hanging out with anybody anyway. Nobody wanted to spend time with a fat kid. But especially, nobody wanted to spend time with a fat, smelly kid. And so about the time that I discovered that my being the fat kid was a huge block to my social interaction with other people, I also came to the realization that being smelly probably didn't help. So somewhere in this time frame, I decided it was time to start bathing regularly. And so I did. And this is when I discovered the beauty of Dial Soap. Dial Soap had a really good smell. If you bathed with Dial Soap, you smelled really good. There was another one that my mother would buy. Life Boy? Oh, Life Boy. They had a jingle and everything. Yeah, the Life Boy jingle. That's one of those that kind of sticks in your head. I'm singing in the bathtub, singing for joy, singing the song of Life Boy. Can't help singing, cause I know, Life Boy really stops. B.O. Yes, that's legitimately the jingle. So of course I wanted to try Life Boy. I wanted it to stop my B.O. Body odor, for those who don't know. Oh yeah, Life Boy was really good. We didn't have it all the time because mom would buy whatever was on sale. Sometimes it was Dial. Sometimes it was Lifebuoy. But those were the soaps that I grew up with. And I loved my Dial soap and I loved my Life boy Until they invented Irish Spring. Oh, Irish Spring? That was heaven on earth. Now, I don't know how long Irish Spring has been around. I just remember discovering it back when I was in high school. And Irish Spring has this clean, fresh... I want to say Irish smell, because I can't think of anything else to compare it to. Irish Spring has a distinct, pleasing, fresh fragrance that I just love. It's my favorite soap of all time. Boy, oh boy, did I love Irish Spring. You would take a shower with Irish Spring, because by the time I got to high school, I was using a shower. You would take a shower with Irish Spring, and it was like stepping into a field of freshly mown grass on a sunny day. A brisk breeze... Warm, inviting. I always felt so clean coming out of a shower after using the Irish Spring. Life Boy was good. Dial was good. But oh man, an Irish Spring shower. Oh, it was so good. It made me want a shower. That's how good it was. Now, at the same time I discovered Irish Spring, I also discovered this thing they called deodorant. Oh yeah, before high school. What's deodorant? I mean, I saw commercials for it. You'd see in an Arid Extra Dry and Right Guard. I always wondered why they didn't have a Left Guard too, but they had Right Guard deodorant. And somewhere along the line, I don't remember why. I don't remember having a specific conversation about deodorant with my mom. But somewhere along the line, she started buying me deodorant. And boy, after an Irish spring shower and a spritz of deodorant, which, by the way, was almost always in a spray can. We didn't have roll-ons or stick deodorant. Not too much in my house. And again, I think it's cost- the spray cans were cheap, so my mom bought the spray cans. But after a spritz of that deodorant, <laughs> I was feeling fresh and clean. Now, we didn't have a lot of flavors. I call them flavors because what else do you call them? Scents, I guess. But I call them flavors. Right Guard was good. Menon's Speed Stick was another one. That was one of the first solid deodorants that we tried. The Speed Stick. The best part about that was you're not spraying cold stuff under your arm because there's nothing quite as invigorating as a spray of right Guard on a cold morning to get you going. So yeah, whatever was on sale, Mom would pick up for me. But my favorite scent and the one that I started spending my own money for when I started working just to make sure that I always had it. Brute 33. They've since dropped the 33. You can still find a Brute, but Brute deodorant and then Brute splash on lotion to double it up. Oh, I love the smell of Brute. It didn't hurt that Joe Namath advertised it, because I love Joe Namath. He was one of the spokespeople for it. But yeah, Brute Deodorant, Brute Splash on Lotion. Oh man, give me my Irish Spring Shower and my Brute Deodorant, and I was good to go. I felt clean. I felt invigorated. I felt like I could actually talk to people, if there was anybody to talk to. That's a whole separate story. But yeah, Brute Deodorant was my go-to deodorant for years. I loved Brute Deodorant. And to this day, I still have a stick of Brute deodorant loafing around in the back of the closet. I bring out the old Brute to bring out some olfactory memories. Oh, I love my Brute. Now, as a kid in high school, as I discovered the benefits of smelling good, I thought it was really nice to smell good, of course. I also thought that the better I smelled, the better it would be. So yeah, I was one of those kids who would just load up on the deodorant and on the lotion. And when I say lotion, it wasn't a cream. It was like a cologne. Except it wasn't quite as smelly as a cologne. Cologne lasts longer. The Brute Splash On Lotion was more of a watered-down cologne, which gave you the scent, which would fade after a while. So to make sure that it didn't fade quickly, I would slap two or three handfuls of that stuff on. Rub it together. Slap it on. Do it again. Make sure that I'm all covered up in Brute. I'm sure that people who sat behind me in high school had their eyes burning from all of the cologne wafting off of me. But I thought I smelled good, and nobody ever complained, at least to me. So I loaded up on my brute. Now as the years went by, I continued to use my brute deodorant and splash on lotion, but I eventually got a job at a drugstore, and I discovered they had all different kinds of smells. All different colognes, all different eau de toilettes, all different lotions. Again, this is long before Axe Body Spray. We didn't have the body sprays. It was Cologne, which was the really expensive stuff. Or Eau de Toilette, which is a little less expensive. And then I guess the bottom of the barrel is Splash On Lotion, which is what Brute had. But at the drugstore that I worked at, they had a wide variety of things that I could choose from. And they had testers. So when I was working on the floor in the drugstore, I would go by the men's section. And I would try all these testers to try to find a good scent. Now, this is long before the days of Calvin Klein, Nautica, Polo, any of those big-name colognes we hear these days. But there was a lot of perfume companies out there. There was a lot of men's toiletry companies out there. There was some pretty good scents. I remember British Sterling. I haven't seen British Sterling in ages, but I remember buying British Sterling, and I liked it. It was good. My dad had English Leather, and English Leather actually had several different scents. There was an English Leather Lime, which made you smell like a margarita, but it was very fresh. One of the favorite scents that I discovered, Paul Sebastian. I also discovered Paul Sebastian is still around, and it still smells the same, and it still smells really good. You have to look hard for it, but you can find it. I actually found some a few years back. It was like a blast from the past. I remember this smell, and it's actually a pretty good smell. It's not my favorite smell, but it's a nice change of pace. One of the first designer colognes that I ever bought for myself at the drugstore, Perry Ellis. Perry Ellis had a cologne. Kind of smelled like fresh water. Now, me, again, loving the smells, I would go through cologne pretty quickly because I wouldn't just do spritz spritz. I would do spritz 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 spritz. You could tell when I was coming, but I loved the smell of it. I loved the smell of me after I discovered cologne. So I would just liberally use that stuff. It was good. I loved the smell. And over the years, my love for the smells has continued. One of the favorite colognes I ever owned, Fahrenheit. Now, I discovered Fahrenheit from watching NYPD Blue. I know it's a weird place to get a cologne recommendation from, but I was watching, I think it was season two, and Bobby Simone is on there. And the secretary, whose name escapes me, goes up to him and says, Oh, you smell good. What are you wearing? And Bobby Simone, who I thought was the coolest character, Told her he was wearing Fahrenheit, so I had to go out and find Fahrenheit, because if Bobby Simone is wearing it, it must be cool. And I found Fahrenheit. I think it's Christian Dior who makes it. Oh, my God, what a wonderful smell Fahrenheit was. Now, you can still find Fahrenheit, but they've retooled the mixture somehow. It's not quite the same. But the original Fahrenheit that came out years ago, man, oh, man, that Fahrenheit was some wonderful stuff. But as with everything, your tastes change. The things you like change. You want to expand your horizons. So Fahrenheit kind of faded off my radar. And I tried different things over the years. I did try Calvin Klein. I tried the Michael Jordan cologne, which was actually pretty good. I've gone back to Paul Sebastian a little bit, as I mentioned. And I used some of those body sprays. Not the Axe body spray. Actually, Old Spice puts out a good body spray. They have some pretty good scents. I like those too. It's all about smelling good. I like to smell good. I just don't want to be the guy who walks into the room and they know you're coming before you get there. And I have, over the years, cut back on the volume that I use. When I was a teenager, it was psst, 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 psst. I just coated myself in it. Then I realized after I smelled other people who did the same thing, mm, that might be a little overpowering. So I started to cut back on the amount of cologne that I use. But to me, it's still important. Gotta have a good deodorant. Gotta have a good Cologne. Now, I have tried some of the expensive stuff just to see if it's any better. It doesn't really last all that much longer. To me, it's not really worth the money to spend 50 or 60 bucks on a cologne. And that's a cheap cologne when you look at some of the high-end stuff. I mean, I've seen colognes, $90, $120. To me, that's insanity. If I can get a bottle of Paul Sebastian for 30 bucks, that makes me happy. And I think I smell pretty good. I have discovered the new thing in colognes. I don't know actually how new, new it is. It's new to me. And these are actually my new favorites because they last. They're not that expensive and they have interesting scents. And I'm going to share with you two of my favorites. Now, there's a place called the Outlaw Soap Company. You can Google them. Easy to find. They put out what's called a solid cologne. And what it is is a little tin. It contains an ounce of solid cologne. And when I say solid cologne, if you open up the tin, it's got a solid substance in there. I'm trying to think of what I can compare it to to describe it. If you've ever had a can of shoe polish, for instance, and you use a rag to put shoe polish on, it's solid, but if you take your finger, you can scrape it off. You can get pieces of it off. You can coat your finger with it. That's the same kind of consistency as the solid cologne. And the Outlaw Soap Company has a bunch of good scents out there. My favorite of them is called The Gambler. It's got kind of an outdoorsy, woodsy, almost musky scent, which I really like. And it doesn't really take a lot to give you a good scent. You just scrape a little out with your fingernail and rub it on your chest and there you go. That's all you need. So if you want to try something different, assuming you're a cologne guy, which I am, obviously, check out the Outlaw Soap Company. So the Gambler is my favorite from them. The other favorite solid cologne that I've discovered is put out by the Beer Soap Company. You can also Google them. They're easy to find. They have some different scents out there, but the one that sold me, The one that I knew I had to try, and I am glad I did, it's called Ireland Springs. As I was telling you earlier, my favorite soap was Irish Spring. This cologne smells exactly like Irish Spring, and the scent is long-lasting. It's clean, it's fresh, it smells like it just stepped out of the shower. I love this cologne. If you're looking for something unique, if you like cologne at all, and you like something fresh and clean-smelling... Go to the Beer Soap Company, order one tin of their Ireland Springs cologne, and you will not be sorry. Now, I know some guys don't like cologne at all. Some guys don't like to smell like anything but themselves. I'm not one of those guys. I like to smell good. I like to smell fresh. When I smell fresh, I feel better about myself. I feel better about the world around me, and I feel like my day is going to go well. That's why I like to find things that smell good. It makes me feel better. It makes the day go better. It's a stupid little thing, but it works for me. And if you don't like cologne, I'm telling you, if you try the Ireland Springs or the Gambler, you might just change your mind. By the way, if Outlaw Soap wants to sponsor me, that's fine too. I'm certainly not going to object. But this is an unsolicited endorsement. Trust me on this. It's good stuff. The one cologne that I grew up with that I didn't mention today was Jovan Musk. Jovan put out different kinds of colognes, both for men and women. All different varieties of musky-type colognes. I remember being crazy in love with that scent. Jovan Musk was so good. It was dark and rich. It had a really deep smell, but a really good smell. There was something about Jovan Musk that made me feel sexy. Made me feel like things were going to happen for me. I mean, when you're 20, 21, 22 years old, that's all you're worried about. Well, is this cologne going to do it for me? Jovan Musk always made me think it was going to do it for me. I don't know that it actually did, but I felt good wearing it. I haven't looked for Jovan Musk in 20 years. That was one of those things that was big when I was in my teens and early 20s. Jovan everything. They even had a white musk. As I sit here today, I couldn't tell you what the difference between musk and white musk is. But it was a thing. You don't see too many musk colognes anymore. But boy, musk was big when I was a kid. Now I'm more into the clean. That's why I like the Ireland Springs. It's just clean and fresh and makes you feel good. And I guess that's the thing about self-care. If it makes you feel good, if it makes you feel better about yourself, it's a good thing. Nothing wrong with it. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening to me talk about smelly things. As always, I appreciate your support and your time and your tolerance. You guys are the best, and I can't thank you enough for being here. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. And I'll see you when I see you.